BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The debate's raging on the Michael Riley into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Does he deserve to be in, yes or no? Last I saw, the whopping majority of people said that, yes, he should be in. I don't have a vote. I'm willing to sit back and listen. Mike Riley's you know, one of the best quarterbacks of this generation. Mike Riley's a very great player. He's one of the best we've seen. Is he a Hall of Famer? That's a great question. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is the RP Show. Hello, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome, welcome inside the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Our residency continues here from beautiful southern Alberta. RP in the chair, ready to talk sports for the next two hours. The Moose is here. Darren DuPont, we've got a live studio audience, and we'll be telling you about that. Uh, coming up on the program today, Lucky Whitehead, one of the most electrifying receivers in the Canadian Football League. Lucky Whitehead of the BC Lions will be joining us. And then in hour two, right here at Gray Eagle, TSN Director of Scouting Craig Button will be with us, the former general manager of the Calgary Flames. This jersey over my shoulder here, don't get Matt Edmonton. I, I thought I would throw it up because I'm going over to Theo's house tomorrow to get that signed. I picked it up yesterday at the Mall Moose. As you know, you were with me. Yes. And I thought, you know what? We're in Calgary. When in Rome, let's throw the jersey up. And uh, and Brandon here, the star production guy, says that'll go great because I've got flames lighting over Moose's shoulder. <laughs> so for the people watching, that's all that? red. They changed that. It's only been 10 days that we got the set finally adorned in Calgary colors. Well, it looks great. The red and orange and, and the jersey's a nice touch to the set, man. It looks great. I thought so. I yeah. thought so. When in Rome. Listen, uh, we have breaking news to get to. Casino. Casino. Uh, but it was Moose's birthday yesterday. If I dare say, as a witness to it, it seemed like one of the best birthdays of your life yesterday. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, there was we did the zoo, right. had a hot tub, um, had dessert, even had a 911 call. I mean, it was... Just By an accidental 911 call, yeah. It was just about everything you could want. It Those was, don't go over well. But I wanted to say something about the Calgary Zoo. People were asking, you know, what's it, is it as good in the wintertime? It's at least as good in the wintertime. And I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit here moose so we go there and we're walking around so i couldn't remember it's been a long time since i've been at the calgary zoo i couldn't remember how much was outside versus how much was inside ended up wearing my leather uh, pats jacket that's like 25 years old and you were <clears throat> all over me for that i was wearing sweatpants and this leather jacket well, that was the thing it wasn't because of the jacket it was because it was matched with the track suit didn't i said it's the junior hockey outfit i've worn this 
10,000 times. What's the problem? Anyways, we get into the zoo, and there's a sign. There's no bears. And there's a sign that says, sorry, the bears are hibernating for the winter. They might come out when there's a Chinook. This guy says, we paid 30 bucks a head and $15 parking. Wake him up. But <laughs> you like that one, eh, Shucks? And then we go into the penguin tank. And uh, I guess I didn't see the sign that said, keep your hands to yourself. So I was leaning over the rail to get a, there was a fight between two penguins, I swear to God. Yeah. And this one came out of the water, nip, like nipped at me. And the, I didn't even get in trouble. The old lady just go, you were standing there. She comes by, she goes, now you know. I thought oh, you were going to lose the finger right I to the knuckle. <laughs> I said it was far worse when I was on a boat in the Everglades at the crocodile, uh, crocodile place would keep your hands on the boat. This is a little different. And then we went by the zebra cage. And <laughs> the male zebra, it was feeding time, and he was mildly aroused. Spicy. And I just stopped. Oh, I know. I was like, whoo. Hey, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was something. <laughs> I know. It was, uh, he was ready. And I, <laughs> he was. I mean, I'm still getting messages. I mean, I've wanted to eat before, but he really wanted to eat. I know. And. <laughs> You put it on our social media and the messages that we got afterwards. I mean, referees have never been so popular. I know, right? As they were yesterday. One of the chicks like the refs, the zebras. Anyways, uh, oh, so that was the day at the zoo. Thank you. Thank you, Calgary Zoo. We had a great time. Thanks for hosting us. We have breaking news as we get this thing back on track today. The Vancouver Canucks have filled their vacant general manager position, hiring Pittsburgh Penguins assistant general manager Patrick Alvin today. The three-time Stanley Cup winner becomes the 12th general manager in the franchise's history. He's 47 years of age, has been with the Penguins for the past 16 seasons, and was the director of amateur scouting before he was promoted to assistant GM in November of 2020. The move to Vancouver reunites him with Jim Rutherford who served as Pittsburgh's GM from 2014 to 2021 and led the team to back-to-back -back Stanley Cups in 2016 and 17. So if this guy's in charge of scouting for the Pittsburgh Penguins, I would suggest Moose, he knows what he's doing. He's from Lexand, Sweden, mm -hmm. and spent nine years playing pro hockey in North America. We'll get the lowdown from Craig Button as well when he comes up uh, and joins us in hour two. Moving on, speaking of uh, Penguins on the ice last night, Sidney Crosby and Chris Letang had a Four-goal third-period barrage to get the Pittsburgh Penguins a 6-3 win over the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, we're doing one-timers here, just flying through Tuesday night's NHL action. In Raleigh, Sebastian Aho's second goal of the game, 3:49 into overtime, gave Carolina a 4-3 win over Vegas after blowing a two-goal lead late in regulation. In Winnipeg, Mason Marchman scored twice and added a helper. In Florida, defeated Winnipeg 5-3 to achieve an NHL best, 63 points. In Vancouver, Connor McDavid scored with 23.4 seconds left in overtime, powering the Edmonton Oilers to a 3-2 comeback win over the Vancouver Canucks. The Edmonton captain tapped a pass from Darnell Nurse into the top of the net for his 20th goal of the season. The Oilers outshot Vancouver 50-27, but struggled to get pucks past Vancouver goalie Spencer Martin. Uh, elsewhere in Newark, Joe Pavelski had two goals and two assists, and Dallas extended its winning streak to four games with a 5-1 victory over New Jersey. In Ottawa, Tyler Ennis had a hat trick to lead Ottawa over Buffalo 5-0. Everybody's talking about Sabres goalie Aaron Dell, who 
the forechecking toddler Ennis was or uh, Drake Batherson was coming and for whatever reason Dell reached out and what did he give? Give him the business. How about that? Blockered him, I guess. He went awkwardly into the end boards. Batherson's now gonna miss the all-star game. Interestingly enough, goalies are talking about this. Everybody's talking about it, but I had a lot of goalies writing me here today saying, What do you think about this? And I think Arendell just stopped the puck. You can't ever do that. It's dumb. Batherson didn't expect it. And he's got a hearing today with the NHL, I guess, that he, he's looking at potentially a suspension. And I wouldn't argue. Just stop the puck. I didn't have a problem with it coming out against Boston and laying a body check the other night. I thought that was kind of cool. NLL style. This was cheap, dirty, and dangerous. And now Drake Batherson has to miss the All-Star game. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah. No, I, I agree. And that's tough, you know, especially when it's a guy that's going to go to the All-Star game uh, for him to miss. Um, goalies I see it from their perspective too though it's like we come out of the net and sometimes we get hit can't we deliver a check once in a while these guys are always skating right through our crease and right through the front of the net but uh, no you just can't do it he reached, play. yeah I mean he reached out of the net there was no reason to do it a body check would be different it was a cheap shot. Yeah. What it was. Uh, Zach Parisi scored the tie-breaking goal with just over eight minutes left in the third period. And Ilya Sorokin made 14 saves as the New York Islanders edged Philadelphia 4-3. The reeling Flyers notched their franchise record 13th straight loss. So there's a lot of things coming out of Tuesday's NHL games. And we'll be covering that throughout the morning or the afternoon, depending where you're watching. Now, Moose, it's time for... The weekly NHL top five and bottom five. So here we go, as named by the host of the Rod Peterson Show, me. The number one team in the National Hockey League is the Florida Panthers. They put the win in Winnipeg and an NHL best 63 points. The Panthers again atop the NHL. Number two team, the Colorado Avalanche. How about these guys? Winners of seven in a row. Number one in the West, the Avalanche are the second best team in the National Hockey League. Number three, Tampa Bay. I'm calling it the flea for three. What do you think? Okay. It's very much alive. The flea for three. Unless you can find a better name for the three-peat. Uh, number four, the New York Rangers. They're the first place team in the NHL's toughest division. The Rangers are the fourth best team in the NHL. And number five may surprise you, the Nashville Predators. Ooh. Coming out of nowhere, Smashville has usurped Pittsburgh and moved into the top five poll. 57 points are number two in the NHL West. And now, because nobody else will tell you who the bottom five teams are in the NHL, but we will. These are them. Number 28, I got to say, the Vancouver Canucks. Will the real Canucks please stand up? They're on a losing streak now after the win streak. I know. Will the real Vancouver Canucks please stand up? The 29th team, the Seattle Kraken. Last place in the NHL's weakest division. But hey, at least they swept Florida. 30th team, the Philadelphia Flyers. <sighs> Call Tom Cochran, Moose, because they're sinking like a sunset. Number 31, the Arizona Coyotes. How about this? An NHL worst, minus 66 and plus minus. Who th would think that it would get that gold in Phoenix? Minus 66. <laughs> Ooh. And number 32, the Montreal Canadiens, say no more. Their 23 points are worst in the NHL. It's just a sad situation. That's the top five, bottom five, courtesy of the RP show this week. Um, moving on, I th do you want to talk about the baseball debate? We can. Or yeah. Do you have anything on that? Top five, bottom five, last night's NHL. I just feel so bad. Philadelphia, they've never gone through, through this. Winless in 13. I mean... That's crazy. The Canucks is the interesting one, too. Is the honeymoon, the Bruce Boudreaux honeymoon over? And is this the real Canucks, or is it the Canucks we saw on the win streak?
We don't really know. And that's the thing last night. 50 shots against that poor backup goalie, Spencer Martin, the e-bug. And he almost won on the game. I know. Himself. So I didn't think Vancouver looked very good last night. They can't beat Edmonton. 0-3. You got to win those games within your division. So Vancouver, I, they've slipped into the bottom five of the NHL as far as I'm concerned. Slipped back into it. Yeah. Okay, this is the interesting talk. So to point three or four, I'm out of order here this morning, but David Ortiz was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in his first turn on the ballot while steroid-tainted stars Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens were denied entry to Cooperstown in their final year under consideration by the Baseball Writers Association of America. Big Poppy, a clutch slugger, 10-time All-Star over 20 seasons with the Boston Red Sox, was unveiled Tuesday night. He's the fourth primary designated hitter voted into the Hall. I love me some TSN, watch it every day. I couldn't live without it. But all the networks... Hall of Fame unveiled, Bonds and Clemens not in it. Can you name one other guy besides Big Poppy that what, was named into the class last no, night? No, I cannot. What a slap in their face. I the guys that it. went in. Yeah. It was all about who didn't go in. And maybe, hey, what do I know, right? I'm just a podunk farmer. They're the big Toronto guys, so they know what they're doing, right? But here, here's who also was named. This year's induction class. Buck O'Neill, Minnie Minoso, Gil Hodges, Tony Oliva, Jim Cott. Do you remember Kitty Shocks? Jim Cott? <laughs> no. I had Detroit Cable growing up, so I watched, you know, where All we lived. All the so, time. Right, Jim Cott. He did color for years with the Tigers. And Bud Fowler. That's the class. But they didn't get, nobody's talking about them. Bonds, Clemens, and Kurt Schilling were all rejected in their 10th and final year on the Baseball Writers of America Association ballot. So they're all, they don't, can't get in now. So our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, should, and I threw McGuire in here, should Bonds, Clemens, and McGuire get into the Baseball Hall of Fame? Let me just call this up. Where the heck is it? Uh, yeah, it's on our Twitter right On Twitter, 59% of people saying, yes, they should get in on Twitter respondents. What are they saying on YouTube, Clark? 53% say yes. So the majority rules, if 50% plus would get you in, our viewers say, yeah, put them in. And I think I'm still saying no. Uh, and yet I still kind of think Pete Rose should get in. He bet on baseball. He didn't cheat playing baseball. Right. There's a difference. And I, and I like the old school stuff. I'm going to ask all of our guests today. And Shocks, I'll probably drag you on the air at some point. So think about it. Uh... I like old school, like Roger Maris's record went down to the steroid-tainted Mark McGuire and later Sammy Sosa. Doesn't seem right. Yeah, Sosa, McGuire. Barry Bonds, I think, is at the top with 73. Um, that was the, for me, like the best baseball, I'm sorry, growing up. That was the best, 1998, when Sosa and McGuire were going shot for shot. Like, that was unbelievable. And... When it was happening, I didn't really care. I wasn't thinking about steroids. I say it's like WWEF, WWF. We didn't care. Those guys Look were it. all juiced up. Entertain us. When the TV's on, I, everything's real. It's a, yeah. it's a movie. And Plus, it wasn't illegal in the 90s in Major League Baseball, correct? I can't tell you that for sure. But Unbelievable. There was no steroid testing. No, back, Sosa right? had the corked bat, which I didn't like that either. But this is sports. We know it's real. Um... There's no doubting that that's one of the greatest errors. Do we want to forget that it ever happened? No. 
I think there, there's a place for it. We have to remember the history of the game, and that's a huge part of the history of the game. These are some of the greatest players we've ever had, even if they did it illegally. So maybe they're not Hall of Famers, but there better be a section in the Hall of Fame remembering those An asterisk. two or three seasons, maybe a display or something. At this point today, I say no, they shouldn't get in, but because base, I'm not a baseball guy, and I know you baseball people have your own culture, convince me why or why not the steroid cheaters, as they say, should or shouldn't get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, we got a minute here. In the dub last night, Connor Bedard had a golden three assists while Matthew Keeper stopped 17 shots. The Regina Pats, God's team, beat the Prince Albert Raiders 4-0 in the Brand Center. The night they honored Clark Gillies there, and the Pats were uh, stickers honoring Clark. At Swift Current, Arshdeep Baines had a golden three assists for the... For Red Deer in a 5-2 win over the Broncos. In Edmonton, Braden Yager had two goals and three assists for Moose Jaw in an 8-1 route of the Oil Kings. How about that? Yeah. At Seattle, that? Henrik Rubinski led the way for the Thunderbirds with two goals and two helpers in an 8-2 route of Spokane. And at Victoria, Pavel Novak scored the lone goal of the shootout to earn Kelowna the 4-3 victory. For our viewers in Eastern Canada, if you want to write in and tell us what happened in the O and the Q last night, you are more than welcome to do that. This is the warm-up. We're only halfway through. we still got to get to uh, NFL stuff uh, and NFL stuff. And people are upset. I know. With my take on Michael Riley. Mad that I would even bring up that maybe he's not Hall of Fame worthy in the Canadian Football League. How, how dare we even talk about this? So, yeah, lots to get to when we return. This is the warm-up you're watching on Game Plus Television, live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're also live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Back live in beautiful southern Alberta, the RP Show continues from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Craig Button coming up in hour two. The Moose is with me. Dagnabbit, I yeah. had some great videos of the zoo yesterday, and I forgot to send them to Jordan, so I guess they'll air a day late. My bad. Some real good ones. Zoo's none open of, none, of, too. none of the zebra, by the way, but when we were leaving, <clears throat> the screen's not big enough. But when we were leaving the zoo yesterday... Leanne said to me, uh, who is your right? Said to me, who, what did you think? What'd you say? Who's your favorite animal? Yeah. I said, the giraffe. Very quickly. Beautiful. Yeah, be a regal animal. I, I haven't seen too many giraffes live. And I get called a giraffe because of my, built like one. Uh, yours? You had to think about it for a while. Yeah, the meerkats were super cute. And they just, they were so cute. It was, you know, like Timon from Timon and Pumbaa. They're digging their little hole, and then they're waiting to get fed, and they just get up like this, right? And so I thought they were super cute. I was happy. The viewers want to see the zebra pick. Go to our it's a daytime show. You know who wants to see it? My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I guess we could find it. Go to my Instagram. It's on my Instagram, at Rod Peterson Official. I'm not comfortable airing it on daytime television. Uh... Jason in Red Deer watching says, hey, guys, you always plug Tough Tribe for men, but what specific product?
products guys use. My hair is getting out of control. LOL. we got a contest running right now with Tough Tribe for Men. You go first, Moose, and then I'll... Uh, um, tough Tribe. Go to, the, uh, go to our social feeds and um, enter the contest. Send us your messy hair photo and we'll, uh, we'll enter you in to win. Um, and you know what? You can probably even send us your messy hair photo on the text line and we can enter you into the contest that way to win some Tough Tribe gear. When I'm not using Tough Tribe, there's um, a natural product. There's that place in the mall called Lush where they use the natural uh, ingredients. Mm-hmm. They've got a little hair thing that I, that's, that's all I use, something a little simple. He asked you what you use from Tough Tribe. Yeah, but I use the pomade. Right. They sent that the pomade. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was until I started using this stuff. Yeah. It's unreal. Shampoo condition. It's got everything. Toughtribeformen.com, the number four. Go check it out. And I appreciate you asking, Jason. By the way, I think we got the comment of the week. Stacy Champagne watching from Access Television World Headquarters says a giraffe will always stick its neck out for you. It's a good start. Shocks likes it. Tuck till when? Has he won yet? I don't think Stacy has won yet. That's pretty good. We can get you a, a gift card, if you will, uh, from Taco Time, if that stands up as the comment of the week for our friends at Taco Time. And who knew Calgary was the mecca of Taco Time? Anyways, uh, back on track, if we were ever on track, uh, before I get to the NFL stuff, because I did a little digging on the Sean Payton story. There's more to the story. Okay. But there's some people that are getting hot and bothered with the fact that I would even suggest, let's just stand back and look at Michael Riley as a potential Hall of Famer in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. I don't know. I thought it was fairly elementary that we were just talking about quarterbacks when I said you had to win two Grey Cups as a starter. Well, the former executive director of the Hall of Fame weighed in, Mark DeNoble, who is a good friend of mine. I've done many events with him over the years. He says, there's 31 people in the Hall of Fame that have never won a Grey Cup. But those weren't referring to quarterbacks. And then some people got like real sticky about this. What about this guy? What about that guy? Like Jurison, Ridgeway. I said, it was quarterbacks. I was talking about quarterbacks. Oh, what about Lancaster? He's only got one. And then they were calling names. I'm like, for the most part, I enjoy the Hall of Fame debate far more than I love the draft debate. I was saying to Moose yesterday that... 25% of players drafted in any league don't even play a game. I don't like the draft talk, the debate. that I love the Hall of Fame debate of any league, whether it's these steroid guys in baseball or Michael Riley in the Canadian Football League. Let me just say this. Dave Dickinson only won one as a starter, but he took teams to Grey Cups and lost. Calgary in 99, um, BC in 2004, they lost to the Argos. Then he won it in 2006 against Montreal. Michael Riley, can we just sit back and talk about it without people getting hot and bothered? Oh, wait, it's 2022, and people don't, can't have a mature discussion about something like this. Michael Riley hadn't done much in BC the last couple of years as far as I'm, I watch the games. You talk to coaches, they'll say all those sacks he gave up were his fault. He held on to the ball too long. Um, I don't know Michael Riley... Personally, I've interviewed him a couple of times. I don't know what he's like away from the uh, stadium. He's a great quarterback. Hall of Famer? I don't know. Can we at least talk about it? I thought that's what debates are all about, aren't they? Exactly. That's the idea. And it's a good debate to have because, you know, we've seen the, the MOP season that Mike Riley had in 2017. We've seen the yards. We've seen him, you know, winning a Grey Cup and what he did with the, the Edmonton Eskimos at the time. Um, and then, you know, he did enough to earn himself to be the highest paid player in the league, right? Him and Bo Levi. So that's never happened 
in the history of the game, making that much money in the Canadian Football League. So he's done a lot of wonderful things. So you got to go back and, and analyze, are all those other things Hall of Fame worthy, right? The most outstanding season, all the yards, the touchdown passes. You know, where does he rank all time when it comes to those numbers? Oh, I know. I just, right? after my comments yesterday, you're stupid. You're horrible. You're the, I'm like, oh my God, why do, why do we bother? Um, Mark Zosol is watching in Melfort. What's Melfort's tagline or, you know, Tisdale's the land of rape and honey. The gateway you know, to the north in Peace. Is Prince Albert's what the gateway to the north. Melford. Saskatoon's the bridge city. What's Melfort known for other than the Melfort shuffle? Anyways, Mark, Good question. Mark says, are you going to have Mo Egger on this week before his Bengals play the Chiefs? Yes, we're going to have Mo Egger on the air from ESPN 1530 Cincinnati on Friday. Producer Clark has lined that up. Uh, Thursday, Thursday, correction. Jason and Red Deer says, if you think the zebra pick is bad, Rod, just be glad the elephants aren't there anymore. <laughs> Uh, Chris watching in, there you go, King City, Ontario says, I read a headline that Andy Reid would not be opposed to changing the NFL's overtime rules. We did, we discussed that yesterday. Andy Reid spoke to it on Monday and he said he didn't think it was fair that the Bills didn't get a chance to go on offense on Sunday night. And he, he was like, my team won the game. I just don't feel this is right. Are we saying it again that you think they will change the overtime rule? I think they're going to seriously talk about it. I don't know if you can. you got to remember, this was one game. You know, yes, teams that win coin tosses go on to win football games. Um, how often do they win it on the first possession? we got to look a little deeper into that. But most games aren't the shootout we saw in, in Kansas City, where it's score, 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 score. Most games are a little tighter. Touchdowns are usually a lot harder to get in the National Football League. So we're kind of clouded by this one great game and think all the other games need to be fixed. I don't know if they do. Jack Fulton's watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, when it comes to Michael Riley, the man should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame just because of his work on the field. On the flip side, Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and says, the more I think of it, the more I think Rod is right. Riley is questionable for the Hall of Fame. See, that's what I do, is create debate. They don't pay me to be right, shocks. They pay me to be entertaining. Isn't that right, Darren? That's right. Yeah. Uh, they go on to say that Melford is the city of Northern Lights. Though I knew that, and I forgot. And it hasn't been that long since you and I were there. That's right. As a matter of fact, uh, Stacy from Access Television says, in 2016, they changed their slogan to Play Melford due to the vast recreation programs and facilities. Remember when we walked into the rink? I'm sorry, I'm laughing. John Ohm. Whoops. John Ohm. Ohm. He's watching in Winnipeg. He says, zebras need love too. Just like Taco uh, Tag. <laughs> Johnny the zebra yesterday, man. I think, I think they're going to be selling a lot of tickets to the Calgary Zoo now. Oh, yeah. And a lot of zebra souvenirs are going to be flying off the shelves. It's no wonder good. referees like being called zebras. I thought it was because of the stripes. <sighs> Where was I? Oh, we went into the uh, pool. Remember you and I were broadcasting the SJHL finals a couple years ago. And we sat by the pool and it just felt so good. 
Yeah. Um, it was like the zoo yesterday. We walked into the, what was it, the botanical forest oh, or the yeah. rainforest? The rainforest. And they're the blasting mist, steam, and moose is like, is this what it's like in Florida? I said, very similar, but warmer. There were banana trees growing actual bananas. There was coffee trees and macadamia nut trees, like actual climate to grow this stuff. And I'm like, fantastic. It feels so amazing. Uh... Few more. Um, Jason in Red Deer says, like I said yesterday, if championships were the bar, guys like Jerome McGinley and Dan Marino wouldn't be in. <clears throat> but that's the point. Marcel Dion is the best player in the Hockey Hall of Fame without a Stanley Cup. But you have to be very, 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 very special to get into a Hall of Fame if you don't have championships. And Marcel Dion was very, very, very special. 500 plus goals. Wouldn't you agree, Shocks? He's very special. Dan Marino, very special was Michael Riley very special? Yeah, at times. I think the last couple of years he struggled in uh, with the BC Lions. That's my take. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at some numbers and I'll you know compile some. He's third all time in yards per game. That was 14th all yard time yardage in, in yards per all time yardage. He's not in the top 10, but yards per game. I think it's 264 yards. He's third in the history of the league in yards per game. Didn't play enough games to get up to the yards right. list. He His 67 uh, completion percentage is fifth in league history. Um, 21 games with a touchdown pass, consecutive games. Um, that is sixth in league history. But he's not on the all-time touchdowns list. He's not on the all-time yards list. High up, made 14th, as you mentioned. He's not in the top 10 here. Um, it is 10th in, in completion. So there are some numbers supporting Mike uh, Riley. Sure. But not North, a lot. Northside YEG watching in Edmonton says, who had the better career, Rod, Darian Durant or Mike Riley? Well, they played about the same amount of time. Darian was 06 to 2018, was that? 13 years. He had one great cup, took his team to three, lost two. He went to more great cups than Mike Riley. They're almost identical careers, and nobody's saying Darian Durant should go into the Hall of Fame. Nobody. So think about that. I think you're all getting caught up in the moment here is what I think. Uh, they want to know if we are going to have a new mascot and we're getting rid of Ricky the Iguana in exchange for a zebra. Oh. Can we do both? Ricky can Secondary have, mascot? Ricky can have friends. We're supposed to get a squirrel, aren't we? <laughs> Monty, Monty the squirrel. Monty you know what? Mom, you got a lot of costumes to start sewing. Start sewing, Paula. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to let you go, Moose. All right. Uh, Lucky Whitehead coming in after the break. Let me get to a quick sports update here. I feel like the Taco Time viewer takeover is going to be real spicy later on here in hour one. So here's what's going on today. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks have filled their vacant general manager position, hiring Pittsburgh Penguins assistant manager Patrick Elvin. He is reunited in Vancouver with Jim Rutherford. Felix Auger-Alassime's bid to reach the semifinals at a second straight Grand Slam ended in heartbreak with a five-set loss to second scene Daniel Medvedev overnight. 
The Week 13 CHL Top 10 rankings were released this morning. The Winnipeg Ice remain number one in all of Canada. Number two, the Edmonton Oil Kings. Number three, Everett Silvertips. Number four, Charlottetown Islanders. Number five, Kingston Frontenac. Number six, Quebec Rempart. Number seven, the Portland Winterhawks. Number eight, the Mississauga Steelheads. Number nine, Sherbrooke Phoenix. Number 10, Kamloops Blazers. Honorable mentions to the Barry Colts, London Knights, Sioux Greyhounds. I got to think... The Regina Pats are right on the cusp, Moose. They got to be right on the cusp, I would think. They beat PA last night, 4 0. Connor Bedard, four points. Scotty's Tournament of Hearts in 2022 will be one to remember. It begins this Friday night at Fort William Gardens in Thunder Bay. The event will be remembered in history books as the second time the Canadian Women's Curling Championship occurred in a fan free environment due to the ongoing pandemic. The winner will claim a berth as Team Canada at the 2022 OK Tire World Women's Curling Championship in Prince George, B.C. later this season. And then next year, Scotty's in Kamloops. Defending champions Kerry Einerson of Gimli, Manitoba could join an elite group of curling royalty by winning this event for the third time in a row. She would uh, join Team uh, Manitoba's Jennifer Jones and Team Saskatchewan's Vera Pezzer as the only teams to win the event three consecutive times. That begins Friday night in Thunder Bay. This sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. For the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Lucky Whitehead joins us next. You're watching the RP Show live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. RP show continues from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Moose taking a break for a while. Hang on though, Moose. We got a message has come in for you on the text line at 902-518-3033. It's from Allie in Sherwood Park, Alberta. And she says, hey, good morning. RP show, please say belated wishes to Darren from Kevin. I enjoy your time in Calgary and area and your upcoming trip to LA. Have a great day and what an OT win by the waters. Woohoo. Thanks, Allie. There you go. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Pass it along. Grant in Kelowna watching says, Rod, uh, it's Grant Scrimbit in Kelowna. Let me know when your birthday is and I'll send you a Rough Riders mug. Also, what do you and Moose think of the signing of the Canucks new general manager? Well, we discussed this earlier in the warm up. You got to join us uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific. Sorry, something's going on here with my thing. Because uh, when we start this show, because we opened up the show with it. And in regards to this brand new general manager of the Vancouver Canucks, <clears throat> how could you go wrong with the head scout of the Pittsburgh Penguins for the last nine years? Uh, what did I say? Head of scouting for the Pittsburgh Penguins for the last nine years. They got a great hire here. Patrick Elvin. And uh, so they took their time, got their right guy. I wonder what took so long, actually, because Jim Rutherford, obviously, this was his guy. Maybe he didn't want to leave uh, Pittsburgh. I'm not sure. So what do I think? That's what I think. Thank you, Grant. Ray Hollywell is watching in Scarborough, Ontario on Game Plus Television. He says, hi, Rod. You can't ignore Bonds and Clemens. They were a big part of Major League Baseball history. David Ortiz was involved with PEDs. 
But he's in. Does it make sense? Ortiz was liked by the media, and Bonds and Clemens are not. Think what you may, but they belong, in my opinion. You have to tell history. You can always put a statement on their plaques, but tell the story. Get ready. A-Rod is next. A-Rod's ready for what? This controversy? So Bonds and Clemens are out. So now we're going to talk about A-Rod and how he was caught. He was guilty of steroid use. A-Rod isn't in... He's not in those guys' category, as far as I'm concerned. Hall of Famer? Was he? Again, I'm not the biggest baseball guy. That's why I'm sitting here saying, you people in baseball, convince me why or why not. Bonds or Clemens should get in. But it's interesting. Uh, obviously, a lot of you have been watching the coverage on the networks, reading a lot, and you voted in favor on the Capital Automall Universal Collision Center for, yes, put him in. Obviously, I'm in favor of second chances as well. Uh, you say we got lucky? We got lucky. BC Lions All-Star, Grey Cup champion, Lucky Whitehead, makes his return to the RP show on video chat. Now, there was a bit of an issue getting him connected, but looks like we got him now. Good connection. How you doing, Lucky? Good, how are you? Very well, thank you. More, hey, I want to say... Uh, you're okay. As long as I can hear you, I'm happy. All right. You do a lot of these, Lucky? Uh, I've been on a few. <laughs> okay, well, you've been on with us before, and you're... There you, there go. you yeah. go. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You just flicked on a lamp? What do you got down there? Yeah, it's kind of like a little ring light when I be playing my video games. <laughs> well, it looks good. Hey... Congratulations on the All-Star nomination, the award, All-Canadian, and also your uh, new contract. Um, talk about that. What made you want to re-sign with the BC Lions instead of look around? I enjoyed the, the, you know, the city, my teammates. Uh, my coaches were great. Um, I love playing in, inside, obviously, in that dome. Um, it's just, it was, I had a great time, you know, and... Uh, I got to, you know, spread my wings. You know, Lucky, what's gnawing at me is what the Bomber fans are saying. And they're like, why did Lucky ever leave Winnipeg? Because you had an all-star worthy season there when you won a Grey Cup in 2019. Was it a money thing or what? They didn't want to see you go. What led to you leaving Winnipeg in the first place, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, no, uh, it was just more of a business decision, you know, for myself. Uh... I wanted the ball a little more. Uh, I wanted to run more routes, uh, show my receiver side of things. Um, and I felt like BC was the best place for me at the time. Uh, just speaking to, uh, at the time in 20, in 20, uh, yeah, 2020, I previously, I talked to Mike Riley and, uh, he was just, you know, expressing his, his thoughts and his plan going into that season at uh, 21. And, uh, you know, I just felt like it was the best fit for me at receiver. You know, the Bomber fan, by the way, well, it's not just Bomber fans writing it, but there's tons. You're a very popular guy, Lucky, as you know. Um, from the fan, David in Winnipeg. This is the most exciting player in the CFL in a long time. Uh, Tacona in Winnipeg says, Lucky, miss you in the peg. What kind of gaming do you do? Tacona wants to know. Yeah, I, I play Call of Duty every now and then. Uh, I haven't actually, actually, I haven't played in a little while. 
Uh, my video game is actually right here unplugged since I uh, came back from, from Vancouver, but mostly I play Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty. Darren watching in Salt Lake City, Utah, says, does Lucky think the Lions are going to sign a veteran quarterback to help in the development of Nathan Rourke or somebody else? Before you answer that, what did you think of Michael Riley's retirement announcement on Monday? He was a big part of you having a Hall of Fame, or sorry, you having an all-star season uh, this year. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, he deserves it. You know what I mean? Uh, felt like he, he was done you know, with the game, uh, you know, kudos to him. And he had a tremendous season, uh, definitely a Hall of Fame quarterback. I had a, you know, a pleasure of, uh, you know, taking the field with him. And I think he's a big part of the reason why I got paid this this year, obviously. Um, you know, and I couldn't be more grateful and appreciative of that, you know what I mean? So let's hope he has a, you know, happy and a fun retirement. Uh, Jason and Red Deer. Well, uh, hey, let's finish that question. So Nathan Rourke uh, was good when he came in. Canadian quarterback who played at Ohio. You know all about him. How, how do you think this team will fare with him if he is the number one guy? Uh, great, man. He's a he's a workhorse as well. Uh, seeing him grinding the whole um like during the whole season. Um, even when he was nicked up, uh, we got plenty of reps together in camp. Plenty of, plenty of reps together during the season. Uh, I have the, I have so much confidence in him. Uh, I know the team does as well, and you know I'm excited to see as he progresses throughout camp for his second season. Uh, I do think we'll bring in a veteran quarterback, you know, just to help with the development process. Uh, but at the same time, I think he's he he understands, you know, the importance of it, and I think he's definitely going to be putting in the work to move forward. He's a great quarterback. Phyllis watching on YouTube in Winnipeg says, we miss Lucky in Winnipeg, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Northside North YEG, I knew it, I could sense it. I knew that they loved you in Winnipeg. You're that kind of player. Um, <laughs> is, your hair, is your hair orange or red? <clears throat> is that BC yeah, orange or is that a different, hey? No, my hair is red. It's always okay. been red. Uh, okay, I thought you might have turned it blue for a game or two. I must be thinking of somebody else. Maybe Derek Dennis. Uh, Northside YEG says, ask Lucky how many times he puts up 225 on the bench press. I see the weights right behind him. <laughs> yeah, uh, the most I've done 225 was 20 reps. How about that? Wow. <laughs> well, what is your training? What is your training regimen right now, Lucky? Uh, right now, I'm kind of working on my strength. Uh, as everyone knows, I broke my hand in October, so I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff, working on my grip and trying to just get my strength back. <laughs> what is your plan between now and uh, training camp? What's life going to be like for you? How are you going to keep busy? Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely going to continue training. Uh, I'm in Virginia right now. I'll probably shoot down to South Florida here soon just to, um, so I'm able to get out on the field. Uh, it's a lot warmer, obviously, down to South Florida. And uh, I'm going to just hang out over there, train over there for a little bit, uh, hang out with my family, 
uh, hang out with my dogs, uh, and then um, I'm just waiting till camp starts so I can head back to Canada. All right. Sounds good. Well, I'm headed to South Florida for a while, too, so I'll shoot you a DM. Maybe I'll come watch the yeah, workouts. Lucky. Yeah, would love to hook up. Appreciate the time, my man. Again, congratulations on the deal, and uh, enjoy the rest of the offseason. Most definitely appreciate you for having me. Lucky Whitehead of the BC Lions uh, joining us from Virginia. When we come back, Taco Time viewer takeover, and in hour two, TSN's Craig Button right here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. You are watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues from Grey Eagle. Another beautiful shot of Banff. Always lovely this time of year or any time of year. It is taco time, viewer takeover. And if you didn't know, Canadians love local. Go local, eat local. Taco time uses fresh ingredients sourced in Canada. Our beef, chicken, cheddar cheese, sour cream, and Mexi fries all come from the great white north. We're excited to uh, mention... Uh, we began this this week, officially announcing the return of the Tele Telemiracle 46 online 50-50 raffle. It's back. The winner will be announced on Countdown to Telemiracle, which will be live streamed at telemiracle.com on March the 5th, just before the start of the Telemiracle 46 broadcast on CTV. Raffle proceeds will stay in Saskatchewan and will be part of Telemiracle 46, supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation. Again, go to telemiracle.com right now to buy your tickets. You have to be 19 or over and uh, physically in the province of Saskatchewan. Uh, what do we got for viewer comment? A lot. A lot. Um, they're talking about the Winnipeg Jets. What's wrong with the Winnipeg Jets? That's what they want to know. Well, coming up an hour or two, our guests probably have some thoughts on that. Craig Button, and we're going to... He's here. And uh, Perry Shockey as well. Shocks, longtime WHL coach, NHL scout. He's here at Gray Eagle. We'll talk about what's wrong with the Winnipeg Jets. Last minute. Last minute of play in hour one, they say. Uh, John in Winnipeg says Lucky Whitehead said that he refused to write a check for $10,000. Oh, this was the story about his dog being kidnapped when he was with the Dallas Cowboys. That's uh, quite a story of uh, Lucky Whitehead. I really appreciate the BC Lions for putting him on last hour. Um, by the way, here at Grey Eagle, they want you to know, Coming to the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino this February the 11th, the country music royalty. Hey, look at that. Hey, old school. Pam Tellis and Lori Morgan, winners of the Grammy Award and highly celebrated by critics. They're known for melodic voices and incredible shows. Ladies and gentlemen, Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan, Friday, February 11th here at the Grey Eagle Event Center. It's the Grits and Glamour Tour coming up in hour two. Speaking of Grits and Glamour, Craig Button, stick around right after the break. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.